Hi everyone, I'm your host Luke. And I'm Natasha. And you're listening to Growing Up Paranormal, a podcast where we'll be diving into my own personal experiences growing up in a paranormally accepting home. In this episode, we'll be discussing Luke's first memorable Ouija board experience and touching on why we think the Ouija board has such a negative reputation. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So I've got some stuff on my phone. I was writing down some like personal experiences, trying to get out like all of the different um, events that have happened. And some of them, I don't know where we want to go with this or where we want to start, but. Like what age did it start? Like did it start at like a certain point in time for you? Like I know a lot of people say like their stories start from like when they were like 10 years old or they moved into a new house and then all of a sudden like things started happening so like do you have a specific moment in your like life where you were like oh all of a sudden it just started happening or or an event happened and it triggered some stuff you know what I'm saying yeah I'm I don't think it's not like that clear of an event well I mean there were events that happened but it's not like it wasn't like we were being haunted by ghosts. It's not like that kind of experience. It's more of like, um, so I was around, it was probably like 10 years ago or so when this stuff was going on. And I was probably like 13 to 14, maybe. Was it 10 years ago, it was 12 for you. Oh no, cause you're 23, so you're, that would've been 13. So like you said, yeah, it wasn't like haunted by ghosts was it just like individual events that just like seemed random like or was it like the same reoccurring thing well so i probably should have mentioned that a lot of these experience well not a lot of, but most of the major experiences revolve around ouija boards and so i don't know if you have any experience with that or not I don't have any experience with Ouija boards. I pl- used it once when I was a kid in my friend Shauna's house, and nothing really happened. Like, I vaguely remember what happened because nothing <laughs> happens. But I've had a few experiences, but none of them revolve around Ouija boards. I, I want to preface this, too, with that... Um you know, my mother was always very open with things, and that included spirituality and, um, you know, the possibility of, like, a higher dimension or something. She was always... Is your mom religious? Like, I've met her. She seems really nice, and she doesn't seem like the religious, devout type. And, like, anything you've ever told me about her, like, issues, like, with your, like, dad and stuff, she said she's really open about it, and she does seem like the type of woman to just be like oh you have questions let's talk about it yeah nothing's weird you know yeah so she's not she grew up going to church with her family but she herself isn't you know that kind of religious she has her own beliefs and she believes in a greater power but you know not some not like a mainstream religion it's kind of i mean i don't want to speak for her but i think it's a mix of stuff she's come up with or stuff that she has believed in over i'd be really interested in talking to her about her beliefs and stuff and like when you say mainstream religion you mean like one of the big three like islam christianity or judaism 
that kind of thing so she's like um, an amalgamation of different spiritualities and stuff or like different ideas she's taken from different traditions i assume to some extent yes but i I don't want to speak for her because i think that it's you know i just know that she's not you know like a christian or you know but she grew up going to church but she's not she doesn't believe in that do you know what her family is like what her parents are like what tradition did she grow up in well her mom my grandmother go she went all her life to church like um uh, i don't know the denomination i think it was catholic i can't be for certain though i never went to church with my grandmother but anyway i think i feel like we're getting kind of off topic here this isn't about religion this is about the experiences and i just wanted to say that I just wanted to say that my mom's been open about this sort of stuff and there was never any closed walls or anything like that. And like, you know, growing up, we had dream catchers in our windows. And so it's not like she was a devout Christian or something and hiding spirituality from us. But dream catchers are, we talked about this earlier, dream catchers are from like indigenous religious traditions. So that's like an entirely different thing and dream catches is an entirely different conversation i can get around but anyways that's i'm just saying she wasn't closed-minded in anything she 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 took everything in that she thought was valuable so anyway the ouija board experiences so i was probably around you know between the ages of 10 and 13 or 14 i can't say for certain but is in that age range like preteen you know, junior high kind of age range. And, you know, we had used Ouija boards, you know, as far back as I can really remember. Like, as we were kids, we played with them. Um, not as, like, anything crazy, just like, hey, let's play the Ouija board, kind of like, hey, let's play Monopoly. You know, it was kind of like that kind of experience when I was a kid, where it was just something to do, you know, on a Friday night when we are eating pizza or something, we'd break out the Ouija board and play with it but nothing ever came of it it was always just myself and my sisters fooling around with it and you know spelling out like fart and stuff like that in it you know silly kids things you know just like stuff that doesn't matter and so I, I remember the first time I saw my mom using a Ouija board was with her and my aunt um, they were at the dinner table, I think this is probably a family gathering, it's probably Christmas or Thanksgiving or something, um, you know, sometime when the whole family was there, and whenever, anytime myself or my sisters were using it, it was very obvious that somebody was controlling the little, planchant. is that what it, planchant? Play, planchant? The little triangle that yeah. points to the letters, it was very obvious that one of us was, you know, navigating it and making it go where we wanted it to but when i saw that when i saw my mom and her and my aunt playing or using it it was very clear that it's not they weren't controlling it in you know directly and i don't know how much like i don't necessarily believe think that there are spirits controlling these things i just know that these things happened and that they're strange events and that i just kind of want to get them out there so um, I remember clearly the sound, like I can try to replicate it, but like normally when you're playing, it's just like, haha, this is fun. But when they would get together, it would be like, you know, the, the triangle is very clearly, um, there was very clear energy there 
whether it was them or spirits or whatever there was purpose to the movements and it was a lot different than anything i'd seen before and this also happened when i was on the ouija board with my mom as well just me and her it would the triangle would go in a very purposeful um you know movement and sometimes it would be so drastic that it was you know whatever energy was there was trying to get out in a hurry kind of thing is how it felt like things were like dire almost sometimes so one of the first experiences that really stuck out to me as i was thinking back on this um was one evening i'm trying to get like the time of year it was i think it was either winter or early spring i just remember there being snow on the ground still and it was cold so i don't remember what time of year but probably winter or spring and my mom and i were on the ouija board and it had been a night family night like other nights where we're just kind of messing around with it um and nothing really came of it and you know my sisters and i and my mom and my stepdad were all playing with it and we're just having fun and then my sisters went to bed or upstairs to their room or to watch tv or something they they were no longer there so it's just my mom and myself and my stepdad at the dining room table i'm using the ouija board at this point and this is when my mom and my stepdad first started dating um they were not too far along into their relationship and so um you know pete my stepdad he was always very apprehensive of it and kind of just like joking that it was never real and like why are you guys playing with that um you know he didn't see the point he would always like make jokes and be like haha the ouija board's fake um you know it's gonna spell out poop and fart and stuff like that um so he never took it very seriously but then it was this night it was just my mom and myself on the ouija board and my mom was like well well we'll test it um think of something that neither of us neither myself or my mom would know and then we'll ask you know the spirits and see what the ouija board comes up with so he thought about it for a minute and then he came back he's like okay um what's my grandmother's name and this is something that he had never talked to my mom about his grandmother had passed many years before and it's something that i definitely didn't know and so he's like okay what's my grandmother's name so i'm like all right so then my mom and i got on the ouija board and it starts spelling out letters as it always does and it's spelled a n n i e and immediately i've never seen this before pete sat up straight like the hair on the back of his head was like standing up and he was like what did, what did it spell and we're like annie and you're like does that mean something and he was like just like speechless he was clearly like in shock and didn't know how to handle the situation and so we're like, well, what does it mean? What, is, what does Annie mean? Is that your grandmother's name? And he's like, well, that's her nickname. He's like, her name's Anne. Everybody always called her Annie. But nobody knows that. Like, that's a family thing. And so we were like, holy shit. Like, are, you, are you messing with us? Like, is her name, her nickname is really Annie? He's like, yeah, no, that was her nickname. And I've never seen this before, but he immediately like got up. And he used to, at the time was commuting to and from our place on the weekends to visit and so he had to drive an hour away an hour each way and he got up and within 15 minutes his stuff was packed in the car and he was gone he because <laughs> he usually left he would come friday night and leave sunday and it happened to be a sunday night and he was going to leave that night anyway but we were playing ouija board and so we stayed a little later and then 
when it spelled that out, he's like, it's too freaky for me. I'm out. Packed his stuff, packed his dog, and he drove home. And so that was kind of like the first major thing that ever happened that was kind of like, holy shit, maybe there is something to this. I don't know what it is. If it's just like random coincidence or locker intuition, but it was certainly the first thing that stood out to me when I was thinking back of these Ouija board experiences. Um, and I'd be interested to get, you know, my mom's take and Pete's take on that because, you know, I was younger and they might remember things slightly differently, but, um, you know, that was the main gist of that night was that it spelled out his grandmother's nickname and that was too much for him. So he left and we didn't use it for a while after that. Um, I don't know if my mom was just freaked out by it or if we just, you know, had other things going on. But I remember there being a clear, like, let's not touch that for a little while. Like, like might be too real now kind of thing. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? I don't know. This is fucking crazy. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's common to ask Ouija boards, like, things people wouldn't know and usually like names are one of them because it's just like something that's so individualistic like each person has their own name their own nickname and it's so familiar that it's the most creepy that if like you were to say well what's something i don't know because if i were to ask you what my grandfather's name was you don't know you don't know what my grandfather's name was so if you and it's like not a name you would expect so if you were just like hold on let me go ask this thing that does or doesn't exist this thing that we don't really know what it is all right and then you came back with the right name i'd be like okay there's something here that is not explainable there's something going on here beyond the controls of me or you that's terrifying like, that's terrifying to have something out of your control. That's why people are afraid of flying on airplanes is because they can't control it. You know, it's like, it, it, it's such a common, like, fear, you know, and the fear of the unknown, the fear of the dark. Just, like, to not know how that happened, that's just, it's absolutely terrifying. Holy shit. And, like, that hadn't happened like before you hadn't asked it a question like that before either like this was the first instance of it knowing something that you didn't know i mean this is the first instance that sticks out to me as being like okay this is real like something real just happened like there was times where we asked questions and we get answers but you never really know if it's just you know your sister or your mom messing with you or somebody just subconsciously spelling something out and that's what I think a lot of people think the Ouija board is, and I don't know if it is or not, but that's just the you know common thing is that it's just your subconscious spelling things out, and that it was really just you coming up with the words all along. Yeah. Well, what what kind of questions did you ask? Um, I mean, other times when we were using it, we'd be like, we would we would usually start the night with saying something like, uh, "Any spirits that want to get into communication." Um, make yourselves known this is like a safe space you know you can talk to us kind of thing we that's usually how we'd start the night but then we'd get stuff like we'd ask like hey uh what spirits are here is there anybody here move to the yes symbol 
And they'd be like, okay, what's your name? And it would spell out a name. Like, how old are you? And they'd be like, I'm this old. Um, how did you die? Like those sort of basic questions that like, you know, kids would want to ask a ghost if ghosts were real. And usually we'd get stuff like, oh, my name's Cindy, um, you know, um, 34, and, you know, I got hit by a bus or something. You know, we'd get like that, so like we would come up with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's never anything too weird or crazy. It was just kind of like normal basic things. And be like, what's Elise's favorite color? My sister. And it'd be like, it's purple. And I'd be like, wow, how did you know that? Well, meanwhile, Elise has her hands on the triangle and is like spelling out purple. You know, that's the sort of stuff that like would come up. But then, you know, like I said, for some reason, when my mom especially gets on the Ouija board, it's very purposeful in its movement. And that's something that I always noticed when it was, especially for some reason, when it was just her and I or her and my aunt. It was very purposeful, and the fat, like I said, the fastest I've ever seen it was when it was her and my aunt, just the two of them. And so it 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 makes me think that maybe maybe certain people are more like susceptible or open to that sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. Well, because I'm, you know, Brene and Sierra, my friends. Brene is supposedly super like in tune with things like that and she has a whole bunch of crazy stories from when she was a kid and and Sierra like claims that she can like feel things but like Brene sees things like there's there was one time where it was me Michaela Sierra and Brene and we were walking down South Park Street and you know that graveyard there it has like that walkway like you can go through it i think to the other side i think i'm not sure what the other i think it's queen street on the other side of it but you can like walk through it so it was like later at night it wasn't like midnight i don't think but it was it was dark and uh we like started walking down it and i don't know if we were joking but Brene starts like nudging us and is like do you see that do you see that person you see that? And we're walking. We're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And Renee's like, there's a person up, up up, there. Do you see them? And we all stop. And we're like, what? Like, what is it? What are you saying? What are you saying? And she was like, there's a person like walking towards us up, up, the, up the thing. I'm just seeing if you guys can see him. And we were all like, Renee, there's nothing up there. There's no one there. And she's like, What? yes there is i see someone and we're all like what do you see and she's like i don't know it's a it's a silhouette of like a man she's like it's it's i can see that though and we're all like "Uh, um no and she's like well he's it's just he's just there now and we're we start like starting to walk back and we're like are you fucking no are you fucking with us and she's like i see a, a a silhouette of a man up there by the tree and we're all like what like we're terrified at this point because we don't see a thing but she sees this man up there and so we like just bolt out of it and we're like Brene are you serious and she's like yeah I was just curious if you guys saw him too and and we're like excuse me and like Sierra was like uh, I don't see anything, but, like, it feels like there's something up there. And, like, we walk away, and then we come back, like, I don't know, five minutes later. And she's like, yeah, there's nothing there anymore. 
and like that's not the first time she's like seen something like just like a silhouette or like you know but she just like it's almost commonplace to her now where she's like yeah I, I saw something or yeah I see something like like they've seen things in my old apartment that I never saw and I never felt like she was like yeah there's like a presence in your apartment Natasha and I was like I don't feel anything like I don't feel a single thing I don't see anything I don't feel anything you know whenever they would come over and even Brene's old apartment like she was like it just felt negative you know like she's just always felt these kind of things but I never have you know and I just think some people I think are just naturally in tune to some like things that just we don't know about maybe another plane of existence maybe they exist between this the rift of our timeline and another timeline and that's why she sees things because that's like an explanation for ghosts is that it's just a timeline overlapping with ours maybe that someone just exists between the two i don't know maybe there really is just like this other realm that exists on top of ours in the afterlife where there's just like you live every day but you're on this other plane of existence maybe some people exist in this liminal stage in between the two i don't fucking know but like some people clearly are just more in touch or see things or hear things or just spirits or you know these things are gravitate towards people you know you definitely see these like you know i mean i'm not gonna say like psychics or mediums but like like i think people just are like a magnet i think you know and maybe like your mom just like maybe even if she didn't i don't know i've never talked to her about these things but maybe if she didn't see anything maybe unbeknownst to her she was just like a magnet and they were attracted to her and so when they saw an opportunity like a ouija board they were like oh hey i can actually now talk or you know maybe also energies is a big thing that's an explanation for why people feel or hear things right it's like people give off a certain energy and some energies you know are just higher and more you know i guess attractive to spirits and so you know maybe just your mom's energy attracted these spirits and so they were like oh awesome we can actually communicate because her energy gives us more i guess power to be able to communicate you know yeah i mean i definitely think that there has to be some truth to that if if there is a spiritual plane or world or you know if they're existing around us or whatever it looks like i think that there had there must be people that are more in tune and i think that to some extent that maybe for whatever reason members of my family are more in tune than you know maybe others and i think my mom especially and my aunts too i think it's interesting that you know that can happen that where people can be more in tune than others and so i don't know what it is that makes somebody more in tune but i just know that it seems for whatever reason like my my family is or was at the time i mean I don't think there's an explanation, but I think there's definitely, you know, um, reasons why maybe your mom just was more in touch, or I don't know, I kind of lost my train of thought, but, like, that, 
like just saying hearing you say that the like the planchant like would move more rapidly you know especially with her and your aunt like her sister right i presume like maybe just they both have like a same the same energy because they're related and you know maybe there's something in their family like in your mom's side of the family that like has that you know ability and so when they are both together it just like doubled what she had and so spirits could actually like get through easier and like they had the energy because like you watch these ghost hunter shows and they something that's always like i've always questioned about like these ghost hunter shows is when they're like oh yes it it manipulates the energy waves and 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 the ghosts can manipulate the energy and it's like can you solidify their definition of energy for me and what you are using as a scientific basis for this what exactly is energy because energy is to me my unscientific brain i don't know what energy exactly is it's not a physical thing and so i'm always confused by what they mean by energy but i think maybe you know if i think about it in the way of like aura for people at least you know then you have like a ring around you of like color but like if you have this like sort of thing that you can't see through the eye and that you can't touch with your hands that you know this other plane of existence can see with their eyes and you know manipulate maybe they can use that to actually move something of this plane on this plane or something i think if there is some if there is another plane like that you know my question is why why would the ouija board be a thing that they can communicate with why is that their like main option is like through a hasbro board game that exactly i mean that's like what everyone's main argument with why it isn't real they're like it was literally created to entertain like it was created as a fake board game that you know would entertain little children and i if i'm remembering my history of the ouija board correctly i believe that the ouija board came out during a time that spiritualism was like a huge thing and so um spiritualism pretty much is like the practice of seances and like you know the big commodity of people claiming to speak with the the dead and you know you get like the classic um table lifting off the floor you know and and ectoplasm you get that you know and and those pictures you see of like ectoplasm coming out of their their mouths like the medium's mouths and stuff like that you get all these like crazy things you know to show that i'm communicating but it was all just a hoax in you know reality but you know this interest of the the dead and like the afterlife was coming out and because there was you know the enlightenment era with you know the decline of the church and people were starting to question you know well then if the church is wrong what's right is science right but science can't explain what happens after we die so what happens after we die and so there was like a big like we need to figure this out we need to figure this out and so you know you get people who are like well i can talk to the people who are dead and and the people are like holy shit holy shit you know 
and and so you get this interest and this fascination with with the afterlife and with communicating with the dead because there was this big question mark after you know that was like oh the church is wrong we need to disbelieve religion now we need to put you know all the emphasis on secularism and the secular state and separate church and state and people are like yes but that still leaves us with a huge question mark it still leaves us with a what the fuck are we here for you know and so there was this this big fat and it's still prevalent today there's you know you get spiritualism now though uh or not here you get spirituality sorry you know with you know like mindfulness now and all that jazz you get you get that but people still are so fascinated in the occult just because like how can you know you know and so like the Ouija board was only created to play on those interests and those fears almost of ours to entertain little kids and to sell something you know so it's like what sets this apart from literally any other form of communication or you know what's different than like me just being like hey talk to me you know but I think for when it came out you didn't have technology really you know but because nowadays you get all these ghost hunters who are like hey I have a what is an EVP you know you get people who just put on the recorder app or something and record and there you go and even the snap filter now where it's like let's see if there's a ghost because it'll catch their face right snap will snapchat will recognize their face and we can see if there's a ghost around you know yeah well i mean all those things that you're describing they're all sort of tools that kind of do the same thing where like the ouija board snapchat filters you know those recording devices emp things they're all tools that monitor like the energy around Mm -hmm. and so the way that like the ouija board is marketed is with um you know the spirits are guiding your fingers and that Mm -hmm. when you have your fingers on the triangle that you know if there's two of you on there then there's like three spirits also pushing it kind of thing that they're 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 using what energy they have to help guide the ouija board and that's where they tell you to like press with just the fingertips and don't actually put any weight on it because it's supposed to be the spirits that are you know really truly guiding it around and that you're just you know a means to get for them to get their energy through but like people are so adamant against ouija boards because they're like oh don't touch those you you get the two people who are like it's nothing it's harmless it's a board game and then you get the people who are like do not touch the ouija board you will get a demon you'll get haunted you will regret it and it's like yes but what makes a ouija board different than just using a snap filter and calling out a ghost or opening up a recorder app and being like all right talk to me or using an em evp or any other tools that ghost hunters supposedly use like what's the what's the essential difference between them i mean i think the main difference is that hollywood has marketed the ouija board as being a thing of demons and so all the movies and shows that come out with the paranormal and you know hauntings and poltergeists and stuff there's often a ouija board involved somewhere in there and so it becomes like a portal for demons to come out I was just going to say the big key word in difference, I think, 
is portal and that it supposedly opens up a, the portal to the other side like that's what beckons them to come through and it's like yeah but it's just a board you know and there's stories of supposed houses that are portals right um there's oh what is that place in uh america it's like a saloon or something i'm pretty sure ghost hunters like that famous show with zach that um, ghost hunter that's pretty hot i don't know he went to the saloon and apparently it has a well in the basement and it's like a portal to hell like supposedly because back in the day there was a mafia or something blah blah, blah. they cut someone's head off they threw it down demon comes up you know whatever um so like there are like houses that are supposedly these portals you know so people think that like ouija boards are like portable portals and it's like but is it though like you're just communicating and i was watching ghost um myth no no no, no ghost hunters that kid show do you know what i'm talking about that like kid show from like i don't know myth hunters or no, something because hmm, it used to scare me when i was a kid but i started really liking it when i started liking occult stuff i think it's i don't know if it has myth or ghost in it but like they would um like go to different places and talk like it wasn't just ghosts they would do things with like bigfoot and like Loch Ness monster but like there was a scientist guy like scientist dave was his name or something you know what i'm talking about and he would demystify he would he would have a rational explanation because like, kids would like send in their stories and he would explain it to them and he would have like you know a rational explanation and he explained the ouija board in one like episode and i remember this very vividly he said it's all in your mind like they say to place your fingers very lightly and then the spirits will move it but you are unconsciously like moving it even though you think you're not like you're convinced no it's not myth hunters it was there was two kids one of them was african-american and the other was a girl it was a girl and a boy i like it's not i feel like it had ghost in it but like i can't think of it mystery hunters oh it's a canadian documentary oh it's a canadian show so i guess if you're from america you wouldn't know but i used to watch all the time but it scared me originally when i was a kid yeah early 2000s it used to scare me but i started watching it but like he explained the ouija board and how it was all like in your mind and i remember that and ever since then i haven't really been scared of it but i've never really like i said had any like i've never really dealt with it i used it once when i was a kid and nothing really happened and i just didn't have my own yeah and i mean i think that's the bulk of my ouija board experiences in a nutshell is that not a lot often happens and that it's just kind of like you said it, it becomes very obvious that somebody's controlling it but the times where it wasn't is what sort of made me and my family i guess kind of take a step back from them and so like i said this was one of those experiences with the ouija board specifically that sort of made us take a break and realized maybe what we were doing wasn't okay and then we had to 
you know, take some caution. I think that's why people get scared is because it's, you know, it's you're afraid of the unknown. And if there really is an afterlife and, and that the Ouija board really is connecting to something and there is no way of knowing if it's good or bad, it could be anything. And so there's times where, you know, we would be, you know, think we were talking to a spirit and if we really were or weren't, doesn't really matter. It's the fact that it could be something bad and that's, I think, what scares people is that, you know, you don't know what you're opening up or letting in, yeah. you know, to your life. Yeah. I think one interesting thing that I think of when people are like, oh, don't mess with the Ouija board. Like, it opens up a portal to the afterlife. And it's like, but it's only, like, hell. Like, or people's prepositions of what a negative afterlife would look like. It's like, why can't it open up a portal to also angels if demons can come in why can't angels also come in like it's only this negative portal you know but i because i think like you said hollywood has really made it to be this evil thing you know because when it comes down to it what's gonna sell oh this good thing that's harmless or this scary thing that you should be terrified of that's mysterious that could harm you like what's gonna sell a movie you know and in the movies they always go to like a graveyard or something and do it under candlelit moonlight nights yeah or an already haunted house they go to places that are already spooky and do them there i mean we were doing this in you know our kitchen or our dining room at our dining room table you know uh you know where we eat suppers every night It's, it's just a normal place and so for there to be things that happen that get too real in your own home in your dining room i think that's the main thing that kind of at least for my mom sort of made her okay let's take a step back you know is this something that we should really be doing or not but i wonder like did you have any like outside experiences of the ouija board like if because i know a lot of people's ouija board experiences actually take place after they've used the ouija board so like they use it they forget to say goodbye or something like that and then they let in a spirit and then it thus torments them and like their experiences then are around the spirit they let in due to the ouija board yeah i'm trying to think most of the times we use the Ouija board, if not all the times, the Ouija board itself would say goodbye when it was ready. And I don't know how else to word that, but we wouldn't be the ones to cut it off. Usually it would cut itself off. And I don't know if that's just one of us being like, okay, I'm sick of this. Let's go do something else. I'm going to say goodbye and you know, we're going to be done with this. Or was it really you know, spirits being, okay, we, we're drained of our energy. We need to stop kind of thing. The kids are pissing me off. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, other times I've used Ouija boards. I, I've used them before with friends, and nothing has ever come of it. You know, there was one time we took my family's Ouija board up to my friend's house, and we were in his attic to try to make things a little spookier. And it was like a Wednesday afternoon after school at like three thirty, four o'clock or something. It's like sunny out still, and we're up in my friend's attic, and there was me, my friend, and two other girls who were our age. We were probably like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, we're all hanging out in this attic trying to this Ouija board, and the two girls we were with were super scared of it and didn't want anything to do with it. And I was like, well, I have a Ouija board. I'll just bring my families. We'll go up there, and it'll be fun. Because, like, I was super used to using Ouija boards. Like, it was no big deal for me. You know, my family played with it all the time. So we, we brought it up there, and that was just, like, a normal kid Ouija board experience. Nothing came of it. 
Um, nothing actually, you know, none of them were into it at all. And, you know, from my own experience, even at that age, I could tell like whether or not somebody was taking it seriously or not. And I think that has a lot to do with the outcome you're going to get is them just messing around and nothing's going to come of it. And so nothing ever happened there. And it was just a normal Ouija board experience. And I go, okay, that was dumb. Why were we afraid of this? It didn't do anything at all. And then, um, you know, sometimes that would be the experience at my family's house as well. But in the later years before we stopped using it completely um, is when things sort of really got heightened up. And I have a few more stories that we can tell at a later time that, you know, one of them could probably be two episodes long. It's that in-depth and there was a lot to it. But this is just kind of an introduction to, you know, my family's paranormal world and just sort of a glimpse into the upbringing that sort of shaped who I am and what I believe in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I can tell you my also not very interesting Ouija War experience. I don't even think, I think it was Shauna's or someone had brought it, but I went to my friend's house for like her birthday, I think. I'm very vague on it, but we went to like her TV room, which I think was like in the lower floors. I don't think it was like a basement, but like you walked in her front door and you had a staircase going down and a staircase going up, right? And so I don't think it was necessarily the basement, but it was like her TV room, which was on the down level. And we just like sat around. I think we turned off all the lights and we like put our fingers on it and then like it just never moved. But like I don't remember explicitly if I did or didn't believe like it would work because I grew up Baptist. Like my mom took me to church every weekend, every Sunday, and I went. Like I went to church like until like I went to university. Like I went to church pretty much my entire life um but I wasn't like like I believed in God and I believed what they told me at like Sunday school but I didn't think the Ouija board was a bad thing like I was like oh I don't have one yeah we can do that like let's play and just like nothing happened and I think it solidified my thing like yeah it's just a stupid game you know but like because my mom was never like this is a bad thing you need to be scared of it you know she never like talked about it i just knew it from pop culture you know like hearing about it seeing it just because it's everywhere it's one of those things that like everyone knows what it is and i just was like always curious about it and i think because nothing happened i was like yeah it's a stupid game and i remember i had a conversation two years ago with my friend tasha and my friend Devin, and my friend Devin, he really wanted to have people come over to his house and play a Ouija board. And I was like, yeah, I'll come over and play the Ouija board. That's no problem. But she was like, no. And she is, um, like, she considers, she identifies as an atheist. Like, she, even though she's a religious studies major, like, she identifies as atheist. And so me and Devin, being the religious studies scholars we are, we were like, why? Why are you so against it? And she was like, because it's negative, it's bad, it can bring bad things. And we're like, if you don't believe in God, why would this be so scary? You know, do you believe in demons? And she was like, yes, something bad can happen from it. And it's like, well, if you believe in demons, you have to believe 
in good so you believe in angels and we just like really drilled her on this because it's like well why do you think this is such a bad thing if you have like these succinct beliefs that nothing happens after you die and god isn't real why are you so scared that something bad can come out of a ouija board why are you so scared a negative entity or a negative spirit can come out of it if there's nothing after you die if there's nothing there's no ghosts there's no demons and there's no angels right that's like typically what self-proclaimed atheists would believe in right and so we were like well why is this so scary to you and she was like i don't know it just it's not right it's not and she wouldn't explain herself she just knew it was bad she had this belief it was bad but yet it was separate from her ideology that god wasn't real and nothing happened after you die and we were like that doesn't make sense you know because me and him we were like yeah it's a stupid game and we don't think it actually is connected even though we had our own you know beliefs in you know religion and god and stuff like that but like we were like why are you so adamant that you don't believe like in god but yet you're so sure that using a ouija board will have negative effects like you know i like it didn't make any sense to us and i think just people either have this belief that it's bad or that it's nothing and it's like one of those things and i don't know if she had an experience with it because she didn't really explain it or if she just you know had a separate whole other belief system surrounding the ouija board i don't know well i can tell you from what is to come later that i would no longer use a ouija board and i would not want one in my house from events that we'll get into later yeah that we'll dive into in another episode of what's to come after this first experience love it you know people collect ouija boards you know some people like view them as like antiques and like antique board games like they collect them they collect like ones from the 90s like early 90s and i don't remember what year exactly it was created but i think it was like like 80s or 70s i think it's earlier than that i think it goes really? back to like the early 1900s late 1800s that early something i think it gained gained popularity in like the 30s and 40s oh because like when did hasbro games is it hasbro well that's what makes it now i don't know where i think originally it's like a middle eastern egyptian thing um that was brought over as a board game um to the you know north america i think in like the 30s and 40s don't quote me on that but Mm -hmm. from what i've from what little knowledge i have of the ouija board that rings a bell to me yeah i'm sure we're probably way wrong but i mean the word ouija or ouija as people pronounce it but like how it's phonetically pronounce i assume you would pronounce the a at the end it sounds like arabic or it sounds you know like from another language so i'm assuming due to colonialism you know that people from the west were like "Ooh, they believe in this one thing and let's use their you know their word to make it to make it spookier you know so i i believe you when you say like it, they brought over from it was brought over from the west because or the east sorry because that sounds 
like something white people would do to scare other white people is bring something from the east put you know a middle eastern title on it you know or use a different word from a different language to be like see it's Ooh, see, it's scary, you know, it's, it's Eastern spirituality, ooh, you know, but, yeah, I think, I have no definite beliefs in the Ouija board, because, like I've said, I don't have a negative experience with it like you do, so I would, I would be curious to use it, but, you know, because of your experiences, and I think, like, some people do have these negative experiences, and that's why they're like, no, I can't use a Ouija board because of A, B, and C. Whereas I think people are so terrified of having these experiences that they don't want to use it. But people like me that haven't had anything bad happen to them are like, yeah, I would try it, but obviously for your sake, I wouldn't bring a Ouija board into the apartment if you didn't want one. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what your thoughts are on after, you know, we get into some later topics and you can decide for yourself after that whether you still would or not, um, you know, because your opinion might change after you hear some. Of the Maybe. I mean, I've met your sisters and I've met your mom and Pete and they're really nice people. Like, they're not like, they don't seem crazy, you know, like they have children, like, you know, your sisters have children like two children of their own like each you know so like they're their parents and they you know obviously are normal functioning adults you know and they seem very rational you know and you know and having met them before hearing this i think it might help me like maybe get be more scared of what you're saying just because i i know them and i'm just like yeah they're like normal people and you know they don't preach to you as soon as you say hi to them they're just like oh yeah how was your day yeah i went to the i went to the mall the other day i picked up like they're like just normal ass nice people like not crazy not like oh i believe in ghosts or you know those weirdos that you you know, think of i suppose yeah so <laughs> on that note um you know we'll see what comes up in the next episode but uh you know i think that's a wrap for this one Hey guys, Luke here. If you enjoyed our first episode, be sure to hit that follow button. If you or anyone you know has any crazy Ouija board experiences, we'd love to hear about it. You can email us at growingupparanormal at gmail.com with the subject line Ouija experience, or send us a voice message on the Anchor app. Simply go to anchor.fm forward slash growingupparanormal and hit the send a voice message button. Be sure to follow us at our Instagram at growingupparanormal for exclusive content and updates on future episodes. You can find all the links you'll need in the description below. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.